0: Scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Booze and brews, booze and brews, everybody listen to Booze and brews, booze and brews, everybody listen to Booze and brews, and brews.
1: Hello! Wow.
0: Hello! That was, that was very energetic, I, my... I loved it.
2: I mean, I we never miss a saying that. Ever
1: saying hello, we usually wait.
0: It was a good time to start. I like it. I
1: was just helloing. I didn't. I didn't hi. I just helloed to come in from the start. Yeah,
0: it's a different. <laughs> I don't know. A Leave flavor. me alone.
2: <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm sorry. No, I quit. Podcast over. <laughs> Click. Now it's, just oh. the, now it's just the Bob and Podcast Mom show. Hey everybody!
0: Now we get to talk about things I like. Guess what I like: guitars and dinosaurs. Prepare okay, to get well, spe- oh,
1: Speaking of things Bob likes, I have the cold open this week, guys. Oh, last week was Bob. This week is me. What is happening? What's going worlds on? Even what worlds are a kimbo? What the show down, is anymore? Left is right. This is weird. Dogs and cats Hi-ya. living together. So And actually, credit where credit's due, our cold open this week comes from listener Audrey. Aubrey. Aubrey. Aubrey.
0: Yeah.
1: Listener Aubrey, Goodness who sent gracious. us a lovely message on the Instagram. By the way, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. You message us. We'll sometimes message you back when we're not real busy. Yep. Um. So she said, y'all mentioned ass pens in your latest episode Did at they? the nine minute mark. It, I'm not creepy. Please don't judge me for knowing this. I judge you, Aubrey, 100%. She said there's a there's a reddit subreddit based wholeheartedly uh to uh, about how many sharpies you can put in your butthole, okay, wait
0: wait, wait whoa, there's, what
1: This is what I was like, I'll start it and then Bob will instantly look it up. You there's apparently a subreddit based on how many sharpies you can put in your butthole and apparently the record oh.
0: 69? It's 37. Oh, 37. Is this R slash Sharpie Challenge? Yeah, I think so. Ah! No, it's R slash butt Sharpies. It's
2: butt Sharpies. Oh,
0: butt Sharpies? Hang on. Yes. What, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I found one called Sharpie Challenge that is <laughs> labeled not safe for work. Oh, no. Oh, yes, no. Yes, it is apparently oh, 37. <laughs> are there pictures? Oh, my God. Yes.
1: Yes, there are. So I was like, apparently we talked about putting but- Sharpies in our butts. I cool. assume Don't. that was Engineer Bob. I, it has to be day twenty three. That feels like an Engineer max Bob. capacity
0: forty five sharpies. Forty five. What the dick is sharpies? this? There are videos. No. Oh, she's putting them in her vagina. That's okay, different. that's a different one. That's, that's not your bubble. <laughs> but it's what was your it butt called? Butt sharpies. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: r slash butt sharpies. All oh, one word.
0: R slash butt sharpies. Yes, yeah, there so it is. Then, not safe so for work. Then Conta- I- oh, that's definitely a... That's a butthole. There are Sharpies and butts. Oh. <laughs> so Whoa. then I Googled. So then I just straight
1: up Googled on my phone. No!
2: How many Sharpies <laughs> can no, you...
1: I don't want to see it. Don't show me. Don't I'm show me. I'm showing
2: you. But just know that there's a green Sharpie in this woman's butthole. Or is that a guy?
1: Just one? No, so is that a
0: lady it's lips? All, it's all ladies. Yep. One is not impressive.
2: Oh, it, but it was like just popped out too, so it looks like it was just like half in, like that. Uh huh. And and, and then she. Ha-
0: the post titles are incredible. Add it again with ten. Oh my god. So so then try again. Wait wait. You, try to magnum as requested. Oh, the magnum sharpie. Sharpie should really Ooh. consider making actual dildos at
1: this point. Oh my God. So, yeah, 37, apparently now 45. News has changed no, 45 since. 45
2: in the vagina. Different. Oh, that's different. different. That's a different butthole. Butt yeah. That's <laughs> a
1: butthole of a different color. Um, <laughs> that's odd. literally. This um,
0: is absolutely awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then I Googled how many pens can you put in your butthole? Of course. Uh-huh, why not? Just straight up Googled it and it led me to a different subreddit. Okay. That says, Ahem, you will receive $10,000 okay. for every pencil you can store inside your anus for one month. <laughs> How many pencils do you stop at? And then people ask uh, Are the pencils sharpened? Yeah, question- are they allowed to go in eraser first? Yeah, could I put like a little cap? Can you die like, of lead poisoning? Can it be a half a pencil?
0: It's graphite. Don't worry. So here's the problem. Now is it like this is terrible? Is that Reddit? Because I I do you know I I occasionally am on Reddit. Um, it will now send me recommendations, and it's going to think I'm super into butt sharpies.
2: Yeah, you are. Yeah, but here's the yeah. thing. So, you are
1: no. So but now <laughs> I, I pose you. now I pose the question to you two. Yes. yes. Ten thousand dollars per pencil.
0: Uh huh.
1: I'm gonna say. Unsharpened. Okay. And you can choose whether they go eraser first or flat end first. Okay. But they have to stay in there for a full month. Does it have to be a full-sized pencil or yes. no golf pencils, full-size pencil, number two pencil? No. Because
0: I care about that. Sure, sure.
2: I don't ten thousand dollars.
0: Ten thousand dollars. If
2: I had a job where I'm on my feet all day, yes. But since I sit all day. Don't think I want to have a pencil in my asshole as I'm sitting there. It seems like, like I feel like then it just gets all bunched up. This is infection it, like, town. Pokes
0: like, a pencil just,
1: seems too long. Like yeah. it feels like it would poke something. Yeah, and then yeah. so I was
2: like, if I'm standing, then it's easier to like. Plus, have I you ever know.
0: like this is? The, uh, I guess we're going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> have you ever have you ever gotten a pencil wet?
2: A pencil
1: wet? Yes. Uh, like the, huh?
0: the 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 the. The paint starts to flake off of it. Like, there's just a lot of problems oh. with putting Oh, I was like, oh, eyes.
1: would the wood expand? Is yeah, that I, what you're
0: I'm saying? Also, I'm also concerned about wood expansion. Will it tampon I'm, effect I'm in worried. your
2: butthole and then it becomes lodged permanently? There's a lot of bacteria. Well, I was like, how do you keep it from coming out? Yeah, because you poop. Because you got to poop. And there's a whole month. Every month, then you got to reinsert the pencil.
0: I, cause oh. I, I immediately think of how uh, chipmunks will store nuts in their cheeks. Yes. And like, can yeah, you? These are you, different
1: cheeks, though, Bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very different <laughs> cheeks.
0: Can, can you shift these pencils around in the behold to allow safe no. passage? Because I the- feel
1: like if you had one in, you could maybe like hold it in place and poop around it. I don't know, man. I don't want to. Yeah. Like a
0: Play Doh Fun Factory? But. I and then mean, out comes the. Like it actually comes out in, in a cylinder? Like a but tube? I don't
1: know that that's worth $10,000 to no. deal with that every day for a month yeah no and what? if sometimes you're like, twice
0: a day if you eat a lot of fiber yeah i was like what if you're a multi-day multi pooper 10 10 grand a month though Th- that's six figures if you can hold it in there
1: that long N- no 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 it, it's 10 like so let's say you put five pencils in for a month you'll get 50 grand right. it's not like if you go into month two you'll get 100 grand
0: oh okay. no uh that's what i'm saying if you go into month two you get another 10 grand that's no I, grand. I think
1: it's a one and done
0: Oh, that's ridiculous.
1: These are my rules. These are my oh, butt pencil rules. rules.
0: Oh, that new! You're just making them up as you go along. To avoid, no, it says to avoid for a, a month.
1: Long. You receive $10,000 for every pencil you can store inside your oh, anus for a month. For a it month. does not say right. for every month. So then I will yeah. take
0: it out at the end of one month, put a new one in month two. That's 10 grand. That's 20 grand. But
1: they're not,
2: this is only this a is month. This is better long. than most people's this jobs. This is a month long contest. It's not a multi, like. Yes, I think it's not a, it's not a, it's, it's, it's a one, it's a and, one done. and done. It's a one month, you're done. So you have to, in order to make money, you have to shove multiple pencils in your so body. So you have to
1: shove like five pencils up your ass Yep. that you have to keep in there for a month. For a month, and then you get 50 grand at the end of the month. Yeah.
0: This person cares more about us than Joe Biden does. Because <laughs> they're willing to give us 10 grand for a pencil, pe- Joe Biden can't even get us $2,000.
1: Right, well, Joe to be fair, require... Joe Biden tried to give us $2,000 for doing none- nothing. This person wants us to put a pencil in our ass. Yep. Who knows how much Joe Biden would pay us to put a pencil in our ass? You know no one one get out. get at us. That's a
0: good, good point. Who's of podcast
1: at gmail.com. Yeah. Let yeah. us know.
0: You know what?
2: Email President It feels like Biden. a 20
0: grand pencil.
2: <laughs> Go email Joe. Just be like, what's up? How much would you pay me if I put pencils up my ass? Yeah. Like,
0: a question. At potus at Gov. Yeah, ma'am. Tell me about these butt pencils.
2: So, sir, tell me about the butt pencils.
0: I'm I just saying. You, uh, we don't know. $100 for a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> $100 fine?
2: does not seem worth it. I'd be like, no, thank you, sir. Go fall up a staircase. And he'd be like, okay. <laughs> um, Interesting. But speaking, speaking of butt pencils. Yeah. Hi. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast.
1: We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We
2: drink a thematically
1: appropriate beer. And Bob currently has 17 pencils shoved right up his ass. Right up his ass. Where do you think he keeps all the pencils? They've been he in draws there with? since March 1st. He's on day twenty one of this challenge. Oh yeah, I'm
0: getting paid, suckas.
1: Yeah. I mean That's how he knows the paint flakes off.
2: Uh, yeah. And it expands. He knows all of these <laughs> That's things. That's how he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you think, where do you think he stores all the pencils that he draws the pictures for Patreon, patreon.com slash booze and brews. So they're from butt yeah. they're from his butt they're butt pencils. Body episodes,
0: like, video episodes, show sketches, and butt pencils. Butt pencils. Yeah.
1: Tell you what, if you join our very exclusive Patreon five thousand dollar get M Undies here, yeah. we might include a free butt pencil. Ooh, possibly. Or maybe a free gift pencil. with purchase. Maybe not. Or, we might forget that we offered that.
0: Or, if you give us five thousand
1: dollars, ask for it.
2: Yeah, j- yeah. please.
1: Because I don't remember speaking
2: about ass pencils. Yeah. Or Sharpies up your butt. I'm not putting anything <laughs> in my
0: butt, but I will send you a pencil that I have used on a comic book. So how about that? That sounds pretty sure, good. Sure.
1: Prove it wasn't in a butt.
2: Yeah. You know what? Use your <laughs> imagination. Pretend yeah. like it was in a butt.
0: It's going to be very valuable.
2: Um, <laughs> speaking of butts.
1: I was like, go, go. Transition. I dare you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Speaking of butts, uh, Chubby Bottoms, Fat Bottomed Girls, uh, our beer this week is Chubby Unicorn, there you go. Thanks, I tried. It was good. Uh, Chubby Unicorn P.O.G. from Common Space Brewery in Los Angeles, California. Common Space,
0: Ooh. in my recollection, don't miss too much.
2: No, they're usually pretty good. We've you had know. them on the show before. So anyway, we were like, well, Chubby Unicorn, what are we going to talk about? And then I was like, hey, wait, what's the national animal of Scotland? The, the unicorn. unicorn. Right. Yeah. So, Haunted Scotland. again. That's how we got there. Trois, part Okay, I quatre. think it is part
1: trois. It's like part a lot.
2: We Scotland's got a lot of good heavy hitters, Scotland's you know? got
1: a lot of there there. I had a whole story planned out. I abandoned it about an hour ago because I found a better one. Right. Incredible. So there's at least two there there's. Amazing. Great. So, so many there's there. So many
2: there's there. So I'm gonna tell you about one of the there's that are there in Scotland, the Roslyn Chapel. Ooh, yeah. Let's do it. So the Roslyn Chapel. Formerly the collegiate chapel of St Matthew. Mm-hmm. Oh, how collegiate of it. It was so collegiate. There were so many scholars, nerds with like pocket protectors and like polo shirts with with collars. Yeah, yeah. nerds, what, huh? nerds. Um it was founded in 1446 as the family chapel for Sir William Sinclair. Oh, St Clair, but as I learned from which uh Emily Jane Eyre, it's Sing it's like St. John, not Saint John. It's St. John. So Saint Clair is actually Sinclair. Whew, boy. So anyway, it was founded yeah, by Yeah, fucking
1: Scott. I had to watch YouTube videos to be like, how do you pronounce this? Oh boy. And I'm sure I'm still gonna butcher it. Good. And that's why they have, that's why
2: people like us. Um. So Sir William Sinclair, eleventh Baron of Roslyn and third Prince of Orkney. Oh, Orkney. Yes, mm. the last of the Orkney princes. Um. Oh. Sir William was born in 1410 and became Baron of Roslyn in 1420. He could have become King of Denmark, uh, Norway, and Sweden in 1448, since um, as Jarl of Orkney, he was the highest-ranking nobleman in Norway that was alive because the king had died childless, and they're like, shit, oh, who do we go? Hey, but Was William? he also the Jarl of Winterhold? Yes, he was. He, he had worried multiple... about dragons
0: slaughtering his people.
2: <laughs> this has been Skyrim. Um, but oh, he,
0: we just gotta start the fucking Skyrim podcast I don't even I'm, I'm giving up on ghosts entirely
1: <laughs> you're giving up on go- what about the ghost side quest in Skyrim
0: we can talk about those it'll be like a special episode there's, there's way
1: more vampires, there's vampires there's uh, there's, there's,
0: so mu- there's there's so much Elder Scrolls lore you guys
2: so anyway he never per- those are basically dinosaurs so Yeah. Sir William, though never pursued the throne probably because in 1448 he had just built this sweet ass chapel in Scotland why give up everything including Rad Church to go be king of Denmark Norway and Sweden <laughs> yeah I don't give a fuck I built a fucking awesome church yeah. right I'm gonna hang out in my church Um, in 1468 the king of Norway Christian I was unable to provide a dowry to King James III of Scotland. So King James III was going to marry Christian's daughter. Christian, little short on cash, was like, uh, so here's what I'm going to do. My daughter's do. on sale
1: this week. She's, she's cheaper. <laughs>
2: she's way cheaper this week. But here's what I'm going to do. It's a happy
1: hour prices on my daughter.
2: <laughs> I don't have the cash to give you up front, but here's what I'll do. I will give you this Jarldom of Orkney instead. Problem is that already belongs to somebody. Uh-oh. So James III recognized this and was like, all right, that's a little dickish of me have multiple people claiming jarldom over Orkney. Yeah, Jarls a-
1: coming out the yin-yang. Yeah, so he... Coming so- out
2: the Jarl-yang. So King James mm-hmm. went to Billiam and said, hey, how about this? I give you um, some other castles and land in Scotland in exchange for you giving up your rights to this title and land which will become mine. And Billiam was like, all right, that's fine. So we basically quit claimed His rights to the Prince of Orkney.
1: So it became King James. He was like, that's cool. I don't need any more Orkneys. He's like, I don't even like Norway.
0: I prefer the knees of a goblin, he said.
1: Yeah. Or a unicorn.
2: Um, Billiam had three sons. William from his first marriage. And Oliver and William from his second marriage.
1: Oh, good. That's not confusing at all. Yeah, no, no, no. He had two uh, living
2: children. By the name of William. Big nice. Bill and Little Bill. Little Bill. William one, The elder William. Oh, um, William the Elder. Was known as William the Waster. So, needless to say. Because
0: all, he was wasteful or because? Yeah,
2: because he he would just. Because he like, always
1: wore waist trainers. <laughs> he was an Instagram influencer.
2: He really was. Or he liked fishing and so he was wearing the waist waders and he'd oh, he nice. go into the water. Maybe. But Papa Billiam effectively disinherited uh, this guy in favor of Oliver. He said, you're clearly not meant to be sort of the baron of this land. He said, you don't
1: need this. You have your Instagram empire. You're You're selling flat Mm -hmm. tummy tees. You don't need Orkneys. No,
2: you really don't. You don't need Roslyn. You don't need to be the baron of Roslyn. Why don't you go push your powders, um, your protein powders. It'll be fine. And William was like... No, I don't like that. He sued Oliver, I think lost. But anyway, Oliver became the 12th baron of Roslyn once his dad, William, died. So, and that was in 18, or sorry, 1484. Uh, Fun fact about Oliver, which I think you, uh, Tuna, would enjoy, was that Oliver's youngest son, John, was the bishop who married Mary, Queen of Scots, and Lord Darnley. Oh, Lord Darnley! Darnley! I thought, oh, that's cool. Didn't know. Fun fact. Yeah, that didn't work out well for her.
1: No, no. Uh, he, he was like a crazy syphilis dude. So anyway, the family continued. He to did the th- one that did all the stabs, stabs on the Italian man, on the million stabs. Yes, on the him Italian boyfriend. Bro- him and his bros. Yep. Yeah, he was that was
0: the- it, on the night of a million stabs. That's, that's on what the night they of it. a million
1: stabs. Did we celebrate it mm-hmm. Di- every, every year?
0: Every year, Mike every year, works. we
1: celebrate it by finding a random Italian man and stabbing <laughs> him a million times
2: in we're front of a deeply killers.
1: pregnant woman
2: we're we're very um we're serial killers at this point we're super yeah. haunted by the law don't yeah. tell anybody so anyway the family continued to church at the chapel uh primarily to celebrate masses uh for the dead members of their family like that was the whole point
0: point. and all the dead italians of the, they killed of the
2: church was to be like let's worship dead uh dead sinclair's Cool. Okay. Because they do go back to like the 800s. The Sinclair family goes...
0: Story tradition.
2: Way, way back to at least 800 something. Which okay. is an old of, ass family. It's a very old ass family. Um, <clears throat> and of course, they would celebrate Jesus. Um, but in 15... Sure, him too. Unfortunately for the family in 1592, the Reformation happened and being Catholic, no longer cool. So, um, that time, the family was forced to destroy all the altars in the chapel. They could keep the chapel, but they could no longer celebrate there. They're like, get rid of everything well, inside. Well,
0: they just a d- paint a different cross on it. You don't have to wreck anything. No, because God knows.
2: Solution. Well, the, the family insisted on continuing to be Catholic, which they did for another, I think, 200 years. Um, but the chapel at that point fell into disrepair because they couldn't celebrate services there. There was no there was no place to sit. They got rid of the chairs. They got rid of the altar. Whoopsie we had doody. to sell all the chairs. We, we had to... Jeez, it was, i'm scottish it was from a big yard sale we had a big scottish yard sale where we are like come one come all do you want this altar it's like 20 bucks
1: jesus 20 percent off
2: <laughs> first come first served um anyway so in 1650 the castle to which the chapel is not necessarily attached same property uh the castle was attacked by oliver cromwell who was at least nice enough to spare the chapel he didn't just blow that one up to smithereens like he did the castle he kept that and used it to stable his horsies
1: oh awesome.
2: okay thinking,
0: oh oh maybe maybe he's not gonna wreck the house of god he's like no i'm gonna let horses shit horses all over this sh- thing.
1: shit all oh no i it. did not for a moment think cromwell did something nice. good not for no. a moment did i think that no uh, <laughs> understand
0: that i don't know anything about any of this and i don't Do you know anything about that I man mean? Do you
1: remember I made you take a quiz about Merrickwood Scots and you did well. You can retain information if you try.
0: Uh, if I choose to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the
2: problem is getting Engineer Bob to choose to do anything. You ask um, him to. I choose to,
1: you, Bob, choose to put 37 Sharpies up your butt hole.
0: Now that, now that I can get into. <laughs> Jesus.
1: I think that gets into you. Hey. So If, around- if I do
0: it right
2: Around the same time as Oliver uh, Cromwell attacked the castle, another Sir William, because this is a family of three names, um,
1: John, Oliver, and William. That's very common in history, though. There's like seven names. Every woman is Mary or Margaret. Yep. Maybe an Elizabeth. Yep, maybe. but Maybe same, a Jane. Uh, there's there's 10 names and that's it.
2: That's all the names. You look through because the Roslyn Chapel website has a list of all the different barons to the present present day because, spoiler, it's still in the Sinclair family. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like Sir William, Sir William, Sir William, Sir William, Sir, William, Sir Oliver, Sir John, Sir Oliver, 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 William, William, John Oliver. And it's like, geez, John Oliver. I love John that guy. Oliver, oh, my God. He's, he's so funny. a funny man. Anyway, um, so at that time, the present Sir William died in battle during the Battle of Dunbar uh, and was buried in full armor, the last of his family to be buried as such below the chapel slash stable. Okay, (laughs) cool. Yeah, but he was the last member of the family to be buried in like full knight regalia, which is kind of cool. They would just bury you full armor.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: I mean, that's really the last time there was like knighting to be done. True. Because this is 1600s. So Yeah. yeah
2: in 1736 restoration of the chapel's windows began just the windows that was it okay got it um they were just like look uh this is the extent of my preservation efforts i can now look out a window cool well nice. like it keeps the birds out <laughs> yeah it's really tough to <laughs> clean up the doo-doo from the floor it's acidic it eats through the concrete yeah. the sparrows are shitting
0: all over jesus this place is already full of fucking horse shits anyway yeah i we assume did. they clean that out at this point it's it's been like a hundred years. The is an ongoing
1: so. problem.
2: Yeah, birds never Where do you think away. dysentery
0: comes from? These people are terrible at cleaning.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> true. So yeah, in the hundred years since Cromwell left, they never once cleaned up the stable poops. Makes sense to me. Anyway, um, that was basically it. They did the windows and then they didn't do any restoration until the 1950s. Hot damn. Hot damn. So from seventeen thirty six to nineteen fifty it had very pretty windows.
1: And then they they were into- like, Okay, I guess we're done world warring for a hot minute. Let's let's, you know, put in some put in some new roof beams. Put in yeah. a new
0: roof beam where these children with their with their poodle skirts and bobby socks can do a sock hop. Yeah. It's the fifties.
1: That was good.
2: In, That's the joke. In, the, in 1862, the chapel was rededicated as an Episcopal church. So the family is now no longer Catholic. They're Episcopalian. Oh my God. Jesus is of every flavor. Every flavor. And they began performing services once again. And they
1: still do to this day.
0: Is there a thing about like a Baskin Robbins of different fucking yeah. denominations? I'll, of, I'll take a yeah. scoop
1: of Presbyterian with some sprinkles. And then, you know what? Let's make it a double scoop with some Baptists. Well, we're we're
0: running a uh, special on Methodist this week. I don't know if that would have no. any well, Methodist you.
2: leaves a weird taste in my mouth.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah.
2: I mean, I can't get anyone interested
1: in this Mormon flavor. It's no, like very it, unpopular. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, not as unpopular as the J-Dub flavor. Nobody wants Jehovah's Witness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. At least the Scientologists aren't invited. No Jesus for that. There's no Jesus.
2: There. They're not involved in the Jesus ice cream shop. No. Um, it, it hasn't always been peace in uh, peace, love, and God in this building um, since the days of reopening. In 1914 the quote, exquisite Rosalind Chapel has not escaped the damaging hand of the suffragette fury.
1: The suffragette suffragette fury! Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A woman named I love this. I just want a bunch of angry women in like
0: bustles and corsets just like punching the shit out of a church.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Wham bam thank you ma'am.
0: Wham-bam voting, (laughs) ma'am. Suffragette.
2: Let the ma'am vote.
0: That was the joke I made. Yeah, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you.
0: (laughs) you.
2: So anyway, a woman named Annie Bell placed a canister of gunpowder on a windowsill, made it go boom, um, but that explosion didn't cause much damage, even though she admitted she wanted to blow up the church. Oh, man. But if they just might... fixed the
0: windows. These you crazy might... bitches were out here blowing up churches that were ancient because they're like, give me a right to vote? Yes. Fuck yeah. But Get the it. The problem is
2: she had one ah. canister of gunpowder in one window. That will not blow
1: up a building. Sweetie, you need more.
0: It's an old building. You More never canisters,
1: know. more whatever. So... Yeah, it, it Didn't we learn, I think it was, you know, now I'm saying it, I think it was Ireland. We learned in a past episode that I think it was Ireland was very bad at blowing things up. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Scotland too. Yeah,
2: Scotland also very bad. Uh, she was, the reason she was out of prison so she was huge in the suffragette movement women vote Yeah, she good was huge she's a giant woman she would be arrested she'd go into jail she would starve herself she would go on hunger strike and the parliament would be like okay that's a little mean to like leave her there so they'd release her and the act of the law was called the cat and mouse act because basically they would just go on hunger strike until they were released and then they would go back to blowing shit
1: and up. then they go blow up another church yep. and then they go on another hunger strike yep
2: yep just a good old game of cat and mouse so anyway, she, she didn't do much damage even though she wanted to blow up the building. Uh, the chapel became a tourist location and a tourist attraction in 2003 after Dan Brown published his groundbreaking novel, The Da Vinci Code. Oh, Because in that, Tom Hanks visits the chapel as it's apparently the location of the Knights Templar treasure and maybe even the Holy Grail itself. I That might be uh, another episode of how the Roslyn Chapel, some people believe... Is the home of the holy grail. Oh my god. Ooh,
0: okay, you should good. definitely
2: do a Patreon on that. That sounds
1: fascinating.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm into that.
2: Um, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. h- the connection of the family with the Knights Templar and all that stuff. Now, the all of the it's mostly probably bullshit because it got started, I think, in the 1980s. Um, all of the different theories and stuff, but Dan Brown's book did not help matters because it's fiction, therefore
1: it is true. Yeah, of course. Of course. Tom Hanks wouldn't lie to us. No. No, he's an American treasure. He's a goddamn American driver. So anyway,
2: that might be a Patreon <coughs> episode. Patreon.com slash Booze and Bruise. Uh, get them undies. Get, <laughs> get them undies. Get them. Um, but yes, what you guys really want to know about, I am sure after all of this history, is you want to know about the ghosts. And I have them. Oh, yay.
1: Yes, what a wonderful hey, turn of events. the show's called Vince.
0: Booze and Bruise, not booze and history. Come on. But we- not
1: booze in Tom Hanks' underpants.
0: I, now, now, I would also now, listen now, to now. that hang show, Hang on, though. hang on. I think we got. I think we got something here. So we got something
1: cooking. <laughs> You're really on to something here. So
2: anyway, uh, ghosts of monks have been seen at the chapel, which makes sense because you know it was
1: a church first. What about ghosts we're of monks? No, monkeys. like Jimmy
0: Dolans or Peter Torque or Mike Nesmith.
1: Hey, Baby hey, Jones. we're a ghost now. No. Okay. People Pe- say we haunt in the chapel. But
0: we're too busy singing. We just singing. cleaned
1: out the bird poop. <laughs>
0: And now we're on to the horseshit.
1: These angry women trying to blow us <laughs> up. It's anyway, not our best work. So there is
2: a monk. <laughs> so there is a that was monk. That's
0: a B-side.
1: Who has been seen. <laughs> yeah. It was the first draft. It was the first draft.
2: By a number of visitors. Uh, he's seen praying at the <laughs> altar in the crypt. Um, and one time, a person claimed to even see four knights surrounding the monk while he was praying. Ooh. Oh, he's a fancy monkey! Yeah, but maybe mm. it's knights of some of the old Sinclair members who are maybe buried. it's knights of Templar or the knights of Templar. Maybe Ooh, who knows? Um, I certainly don't know. Um, people have also reported seeing uh, hooded monks wandering around the guards, just going about their their you know monkly business. Mhm. Um, but those all seem to be residual. They just kind of go back and forth on their way, to going their about thing. their monkey business. Monkey business. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of the crypt, visitors have claimed to hear spooky noises, and others have felt a strong chill wind. Bro. Oh. <laughs> um. As they approached the crypt, that's even a spooky though,
0: noise that they heard. That's what I was trying to get at. Was a spooky it, monkey noise. It was more monkey jokes. I <laughs> want to get in on this monkey content. <laughs> I want in on these monkey puns? <laughs>
2: What, the Booze and Monkeys podcast? <clears throat> we could do Maybe. that? That's that's our spin-off show. and monkeys?
0: Yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, they will feel, feel a chill wind as they get close to the crypt, even though it's a warm summer's day. Um, one volunteer who was locking up the chapel at night even heard a child's voice in the crypt one evening. So he hears the oh. voice. Why
1: are goes, there children?
2: I... Cause kids die. Cause and they're buried there. Yeah. Cause cause kids die. Cause kids. Die. <laughs> do they? Do they? Yeah, they do. In olden times, yeah, they
1: died a lot. I mean, um, I feel like nowadays they still
0: sometimes die.
2: Yeah. So dead anyway, kids
0: thick on the ground in all he times.
2: Here's a child's voice coming from the crypt. He screams downstairs. He's like, Oh, I'm locking up, and that's not what he sounds like. I'm locking up. <laughs> that's pretty if good. God. Thanks. And went down to. Get the kid and and leave. But when he went downstairs to the crypt, no (laughs) one was there. No one was there. So, in three separate groups, I'm still in the crypt, the crypt of this place, the haunted. Um, Three separate groups of workmen who are doing repairs to the crypt area overnight all refused to work overnight the overnight shift in the crypt after one evening. Three. Separate groups of dudes. They were like, "Nah, no, nah, no, no, dude, nah." No. They, they work their shift. The next morning, they're like, "I'm not fucking doing that again." No, nope. so, there's a little ghost girl down there. Yeah. When asked why most of the workmen didn't answer, but one man said he felt like he was being watched, and when he turned around to look, a monk in a brown cassock was just staring at him. What you doing? What's up? What you doing? So, my, what's up? What you doing, doing the in, chin bob? Yeah. So, yeah. What's up? So, what you doing in my waters? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all, I'm old Greg. Uh, that's a joke. What you
0: doing in my head, fool?
2: That's a joke for two people at this table. And there's also the ghost of a good, good boy. We have to end.
0: Hey, there we go. With
2: the, the ghost of a good boy who roams <laughs> the grounds around the chapel. So the story is the dog was the war hound of an English knight. Buff, during, yeah, he was. Um, who was killed during the Battle of Roslyn in 1303. Whoa! After killing the knight, the dog tried to avenge his master's death only Arr. to meet the same fate. Oh, no, puppy. No, puppy died. However, every night after the dog's death, the ghost dog would appear in the guard room of the castle, scaring soldiers. Like, he would just show up. Wow. And then, like, vanish.
1: Did you kill my master? No. No. Next thing. Did you you kill my master? Did you?
2: (laughs) And finally, after a couple days of being like, did you kill my master? He comes across the man who did kill his master.
0: And seeing the
2: warhound in his spectral state, scared the bejesus out of this soldier. And he died three days later. He died. Ooh, scared to death by doggery. By doggery. So after the soldier died, the dog wasn't seen again for a long time. But today, people claim... That he still hangs out, um, and on dark and stormy nights, his ghostly barking can be heard.
0: What? Woof, 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 woof.
2: Anyway, Bring me sausage I love sausage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bacon bits.
2: Anyway, that's- that
0: like, smells like bacon, and that's bacon. <laughs> I'm bacon.
2: Is the story of the haunted Rosalind Chapel in. Scotland,
0: oh poppies. Good poppies. times. Haunted dogs, monkey business. Everybody's winning today. Hey, guess what? We're going to be back in two seconds after I yell in, then we'll tell you more stories about Scotland. Probably. I don't know. Hey, everyone, it's your old pal British engineer, Bob, who's ready for a sock hop. Hey, guess what? You should go on iTunes and review the show. Five stars and say nice words. Do it or don't. I'm tired of asking. Also... Patreon.com slash Booze and Now, this one is important. Audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches. You should give us your money and we will reward you with content that you will enjoy. If you don't like any of that, feel free to go to the internet and come talk to us about things. You can do it on the Twitter at Booze and Bruce. You can do it at the Facebook
2: at Booze and Bruce.
0: And if you enjoy photographs, go to the Instagram at
1: Booze and Bruce podcast.
0: There you go. Now, back to the show three go
1: you guys missed a delightful song about checking on your booty pencils that bob just invented and now you'll never hear everybody
0: check my booty pencils and now you get to hear it you no, know, that was something that they were
2: like, they'd have to write to us and be like, I will throw money at you to hear the booty pencil song. And then you just gave it
0: to them for free. Hey, everybody go on the internet and go to r slash butt pencils <gasps> no. and you can see my butt with my pencils in it and give me $10,000.
1: No. <laughs> a month. A month. A month.
0: Yeah, <laughs> $10,000 a month until I remove them.
1: My God. <laughs> I hope you remove them fairly soon. Yeah. We'll see. Ugh. Um. Oh, sadly, gosh. my story is very very light on the ground in terms of bud pencils. Well, shame. Well, this has
0: been the Booze and Brews podcast. Thank well, you for yeah. tuning in. Thanks
1: for coming by. But I, so I was like, we're going to go on to Scotland. Like I said, I had a whole story picked out. I abandoned it because yep. they started looking for something. I started looking for my Patreon for the month. And I, like many others, have recently been able to enjoy season four of Outlander on Netflix. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, yes. I love me some Outlander. Hot Scottish man ass. I'm here for it. Yep. Show it to me. And it's in, Beautiful like- sweeping vistas. Love it. With an ass in them. Bonus. Pro- it's like you get an ass and beautiful vista mm. at
0: least once a day. If you, if love you, it. You know, if you film a butt just right, it looks like a beautiful Scottish vista. Yeah, I because would slow, argue they are one and the same. Slowly pan the camera over <clears throat> the cheeks until you can see, and uh-huh. and, and, then, and then and then there's a slight. A slight movement and you go oh that's not that's not a beautiful set of rolling hills it's those a are, beautiful
2: set of rolling those are butt butts.
1: that's
0: a that's a set of cheeks <clears throat> those are butts also this new season i know it's not the
1: new season i know that there are many more seasons i do not have showtime i am not caught up do not spoil it for me yes but this new season i watched had ghosted it and i was like oh ghosty oh, <laughs> oh that's spooky delightful yes so i was like okay i love me some outlander versions of scotland yes So then when I discovered that one of the most famous locations from the first season of Outlander, the location of the Battle of Culloden, is in fact haunted, I was like, okay, I'm going to do that instead. Heck yeah, dude. So I'm going to... Now, bear in mind, I went to a dumb american public school so my version of european history is not great it's a dumb american version <laughs> of european <laughs> history. Like you were
0: able to cobble together off of various wikipedia. visits to wikipedia i was
1: literally googling like jacobite rebellion simply explained, to be like what does this mean because it was literally like every page was like back in 1347 no, and i no. was like, like no no care. no no, 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 fast forward 400 years. That's too far That's back.
2: Too far I don't need the origins of the Jacobite problem. I just need the war. Well, yeah, yes. cuz like
0: when I did when I did my thing and I was talking about Irish dead people last week, I was trying to look up one thing and then I had to go through six or seven different links to further yeah. back yeah. to understand why everybody hated each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, it so I'm going to try to explain anglo scotch history if you have more information but I, I I, one don't tell me I don't care don't correct me Gosh. and two I apologize for all the mistakes I'm sure I'm gonna make yeah.
0: <laughs> but the, I'm okay, sorry I is, screwed them up but I don't super care I, I'm, I'm sorry
1: I screwed them up I'm not, not sorry enough that I will fix them right, so that's succinct. where we are no that's where we are um, okay so the battle of Culloden took place on April 16th 1746 long time ago Yes, and Scotland, the far, the reason this is a big fancy battle, other than it being like the conclusion of season one of Outlander, it's also like <sighs> the end of the Jacobite rebellion. It was the last war sort of of the Scottish rebellion from Britain. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, why were um, the jackalopes rebe- rebelling?
1: Oh, man, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Here's my very dumb, dumb version of it. Hang on to your butts. Here you go. <laughs> Here we go. So it's it's an Anglo-Scottish conflict and the Jacobites are the Scots. Yes. Okay. And it's based on like coming from Jacob, which is a, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. The Jacobites are the Scottish people. Yes. That's all you need to know. And like history sort of has this anglophile whitewashed version of history where the Jacobites were like uneducated and unorganized. They were like basically the hill folk of Scotland who came out with pitchforks against cannons. And that's why they lost, Mm -hmm. which is not true at all. First of all, Scotland was very divided in this skirmish. Like a lot of the Scottish fought on the side of the British, Yeah, but there were also British people fighting on the side of the Jacobites. They also had like French people Mm -hmm. uh, fighting for them too. Um, and they were basically like, oh, they don't even speak English, they speak Gaelic, they're not Protestant, they're Catholic. But like, that, most of that is not true. Most of that is like trying to make the British feel better that they came in and like Murder massacred a people, people and a way of life. Yeah, for sure. Um. So basically, the Highlands of Scotland are technically, technically part of Britain, but they're not really subject to the British laws. They're sort of running their own... Independent air quotes government that's like run by all these clans, mm-hmm. which they makes got their a lot own shit sense. going on. If you've seen Outlander, there's all these different clans and they just live in their fucking shit and they fight with other clans, but they're like, they're doing their own thing, they're fine. Which yeah. clans, but is best? Um.
2: I can't remember I the name. Know. The of Mackenzie's. McKinsey. The Frasers. Oh,
0: Mackenzie. Mackenzie's known for fine. Oh, ass the Fraser butts are the best butts. Supple bottoms.
1: All <laughs> oh, the best butts. Um, so basically, this was their last big push from Britain to fully integrate all of Scotland into what they have very recently called the UK. Yes. Um, so Britain at this point is ruled by King George II. Numero dos. Yes, which everyone calls German Georgie because he's uh A Hanover. German. Yeah. He's from the like line of Hanover. Yeah. He's not British or Scottish. He's um German. and yes, and right. King George II is the first again, do not correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he's the first break from the Stuart line. So he's the first monarch to take over Britain. Yeah. After the end of the Stuart line, because the Stuart line ended with Queen Anne the second, because she died without an heir, and it went to her like second cousin, who's German Georgie. Yes. Okay. Cool. So then he comes over, and the the Stuart family, the Stuart family line, not only has been running England for over a hundred years at this point, they're historically a Scottish line. This is Mary Queen of Scots line. Yes. Like Mary was been, Mary Stuart. Mary was Mary Stewart. Actually, they used to be the Stuarts mm. and Mary changed it to Stewart because she grew up in France. So she's the one who changed the spelling. Yeah, um, hmm. I learned that today. You learn new things. Yay! Um, the but Mori so no. the Stewart line has been in control of Scotland since like the I don't know twelve hundreds, a long ass fucking time ago. And then in the seventeen hundreds, they're like, okay, now there's this fucking German. First was the British people, and now it's fucking German dudes in charge who has no ties back to Scotland whatsoever. Yeah. Fuck this noise. Not cool, dude. Yes. So, yeah. So, Queen Anne dies. Her second cousin comes in. And basically, Scotland has been rebelling against Britain since 1707. Mm -hmm. So, they've been rebelling for like 40 years. Yeah. um, After uh, James II did the union of the crowns. When Scotland and Britain became became under one. So, Scotland and Britain had one ruler, for a minute and then in like 1715
0: and they um, said they they said more people are going to want to measure things we'll make two rulers
1: no they said still one ruler but now just to like for simplicity's sake we're going to combine like parliaments as well so now scotland not only has a british king they're now run by all of british politics cool and uh, surprisingly uh, scots did not like that I'm shocked so, to hear so this. So they dig up this, uh, like, tertiary Stuart that's like third in line from a, a brother's cousin's uncle's neighbor's dog. Right. Who's living in France, but he's a Stuart, and his name is Bonnie Prince Charles. Yes. So they're like, hey, Bonnie Prince Charles, you come over here. We're going to reinstitute you as the king of Scotland because you're a Stuart, and we can get this fucking German like pish out of here. Yeah, man. plus we don't want to be controlled by the British Empire.
2: Yeah, we'll be Scotland, Scotland. King yes. of Scotland.
1: Yes. And that's why France helped out the Jacobites because Bonnie Prince Charles, he, I think in- he was he was living in Italy and France for a long time, but he had a lot of French ties. So that's why he got a lot of French support. So, the rebellion started in earnest in 1715. Um, you will remember the Battle of Calodon is 1746. So, yep. they've been battling for a long ass time. Yeah. Um, this is a long, very brutal, like, lots of troops are dying. You're, like, fighting in the muck. It's a long, brutal, basically civil war. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, it all ends at the DeMoss, Dumas and More. Sure. Yep. The Dumbass Moor.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There it is. Ah! The
1: Dumbass Moor, which is this big swampy area that's just uh, outside of Inverness, which is a big town in Scotland. Um, So the they're like, we're getting ready. We're gonna need to make a final stand at this point in the warring. The Jacobites are outnumbered about three to one. That's Um, not good um, odds.
2: It's, a it's not, not good option so,
1: bonnie prince charles is like okay we're gonna make a stand and all his scottish highlander uh like advisors who are whose men are doing the fighting these clansmen are doing the fighting yeah. are like nah dude we should wait we should fall back we should regroup and bonnie prince charles is like no fight no. i am your king i'm your king Listen and let's Fight! So they were like, "Okay, this feels like a real bad idea, but that's what the king said, so that's what we're going to do." So then they, they, they're like, "Okay, well, we can't fight them in the dumbass more because it's all swampy and marshy, and like the British have all these cannons, they have all this artillery, they have all this cavalry, whereas we're just a bunch of dudes a bunch kills- of dudes." With hammers and swords, running into them like this is dumb.
0: This yes. we shouldn't this fight This would be here. a dumbass thing to do. This yeah. is a
1: dumbass thing to do. And Prince Charles is like, no, they don't care. And we go. So they're like, okay, we're gonna run in. So they line up to get ready for battle because it's the 1700s. So this is how they're gonna war. Oh yeah, they get in so the line. they so they line up, and Prince Charles is like, okay, we're gonna wait for them to attack. We're gonna wait for them to come to us, and then we're gonna take them by. We're gonna jump them, you know. How but can the you British jump are like they're walking at you. Well, and the British are like, yeah, we have cannons, so we're just gonna shoot you from over here. Yeah. So for five minutes, this the Jacobites held their line and were just bl- like literal definition of cannon fodder. Thousand like a thousand people almost died in this we're just first five minutes by
0: standing still.
1: Yes, because they were told, wait, and they were waiting for the order to attack. Oh, boy. And it took him fucking five minutes, took Bonnie Prince Charles five minutes to pull his shit together and be like, okay, go, go get him. All right, this is going real poorly. 90% of my dudes are dead. You might as well go. All right, it's fine. And so it's Bonnie Prince Charles is like the head of the Jacobites. I mean, he's like in the back and not really good at fighting. He's not doing a lot of actual fighting. And then the other side, their head is the duke of uh, northumberland mm. um who's one of george uh, who's one of german georgie's sons okay so he's like fighting for papa he's yeah. like got a lot on at stake yeah man um so oh so then so then they're like okay we can finally run in and get them but for five minutes these cannons have just been shooting, shooting the shit out of these poor scotsmen oh, god and the wind starts to shift And then all the smoke from the cannons sort of wafts in and covers up the whole British side of the battlefield so so the Scottish people can't see them coming. They don't know what they're doing. And they're just running through marshy lands against dudes on horses that they can't see.
2: I would have just, you know what? I would have pushed pause on my, I would have pumped the brakes and been like, like,
0: I'm good. I'm going to see you later. We've made a few poor decisions strategically today. Yeah. It's cost us a lot of dudes. I'm just going to go. I'm
1: going to go home. A lot of of dead
0: the law got people out here. Oh, boy.
1: Um, so then, and the British had dis- also discovered, they are like, we have this new fancy attack tactic we're going to try. It's the very first time we're trying it in battle. What is it called? Because what, uh, it's called the... It's called the sidey step.
0: Si- side the sidey stab maneuver. Yeah, like it's the called,
1: yes, snap. it's called the sidey step. So, because the Scots are, they're big, burly, fucking Highlander Scotsmen. Yeah. Sure. So they're like fucking running in with their claymores and their, they have swords, they have armor, yeah. they are a well organized militia. They're just vastly outnumbered and now a bunch of them are dead. Yup. And, and they're like,
0: cannon free. Cl-
1: and they are climbing through. Um, like dead bodies and marshland against people on horse like it's not great for them no Um, but so their whole thing is that they run forward and at this point we're talking about battles with muskets so it's like you shoot your shot with a musket and and then jam it in the hole and then you you reload for about a minute yeah well so normally what you do is you shoot your shot with a musket and then if you didn't kill the guy with the musket which you probably didn't then you stab him with the bayonet on the top of the musket yeah makes sense that's how you wore. But the British are like, we've invented, and run to the side stabby maneuver. Oh. So instead, they shoot the person right in front of them with the musket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they turn to the right and stabby the person to the right. Because they're not expecting it. They're expecting a stabby from the front. So their shield is to the front. And uh. they've exposed their whole flank. And they're just stabbing them in the side. Shield to and the then front.
0: Fu- knife on the side. Joke's on you. You've been stabbed.
1: You've been stabbed. And now you're what? laying on the mucky ground, slowly bleeding to death, being stepped on by horses. And
0: then that mucky ground is getting all kinds of dirt inside of your stab wound. So
1: it's so yucky. Not so Everything battle, is gross. <laughs> so the battle lasted less than 40 minutes. Oh, no. Um, w- over. I'm shocked one, it lasted
0: that long.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, f- for five minutes, they didn't move.
0: So Ugh. Yeah. Does that? Do those five minutes really count?
1: Yes, they definitely count. They count everybody. Yeah um so at the end of the 40 minutes um prince charles bonnie prince charles runs away oh yeah he fucks up he goes and does a bunch of shit also he's apparently like a super garbage person like he beat a bunch of his wives like nearly to death to the point where they left him yes Hmm. which is big to do in the 1700s um but anyway he ran away and was like Ah, don't kill me and so the jacobites surrender they had over 1,500 casualties. Ooh. Their original ranks were like 4,000 dudes. Oh, man. So like almost half of them are dead, but they did manage to take out 50 British soldiers. All right. 50. All right. 1,500 to 50. 50. Um, Not a and, great ratio. No. Yes. And then the That's Duke of That's what we call North- being
0: ratioed. <laughs>
1: Yes, and then the Duke of Northumberland, being the stand-up dude that he is, says, no mercy, no quarter. Oof. Anyone who comes to surrender, you, it, it, like, higher-ups were taken captive and then immediately hung. Oof. Anyone who was injured on the battlefield was just killed on sight. Oh. Um, and anyone who was of lower rank that was trying to surrender was just killed. Jesus. They were just, like, people were coming up to them and being like, we've lost, and they would just, like, behead them.
2: Jesus!
0: Awesome.
1: If I
2: if I were a dude, like I'm kind of hanging out in the back, and I see like
0: Steve You're going. Like, over oh there shit! To- that is not going well. I'd be
2: like, Oh, Steve's got no head. I'm gonna turn
0: I just, around. That yeah, way. I did, but just walk back to your farm. Like, who cares? <laughs> okay, so lots of
1: people did that. Okay. Because they were like, nope. This beheading situation seems real dire. I'm not about it. I'm not about yep. it. So, uh, so uh, the duke and his troops hunted down every single person even remotely related to the Battle of Culloden. Found them in their homes, in their farms, in their like ancestral like family homes, mm-hmm. and would kill them and anyone trying to give them safe quarter. Jesus. Okay. Including like women, children, and then you know just for like showsies, they would like burn. In a lot of these ancestral family homes because right. they're trying to destroy the Highland way of life. So they like, they don't want Clan Mackenzie to rally back up right. so they just burned
0: the house of Clan Mackenzie. I yes. think they were jealous of these supple buns.
1: They may be. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: mean, Scottish buns are much better than British buns. Oh, or yeah. German buns for Disgusting, that matter. Yeah. Disgusting. Pasty buns. Gross. As opposed to
1: Tasty, supple.
0: Tasty, yeah. but supple, but also firm. Scottish buns <sighs> uh, mm.
1: from the horseback riding and the farming and the yeah, being a sexy Scotsman. Yep. Um. Yes. So they hunt. They they spent weeks going to like every little corner of the country, finding anyone related and killing them.
2: How did, was there a list of names? Like, how did they know?
1: They were just like Clan Mackenzie fought for the Jacobites. We're just going to kill all the Mackenzie's. All the Clan Mackenzie's. I see. Because Because they would always be wearing
0: those stupid, those stupid skirts with the same, with the same uh, pattern on them. Yes, well panel. not
1: any not anymore because part of this uh complete sacking of the entire country of Scotland was that they would kill anyone on site who spoke Gaelic, Jesus. including children. They had the kids um, didn't know any better. Yes, they made it illegal to wear a kilt or to own or play the bagpipes. Jesus. <laughs> oh no.
0: Yes, well, I kind of get the law against bagpipes. bagpipes. Them shits yeah. is an annoying, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they um they took all these farms away from people they like raised all the crops and turned it into uh, sheep land they literally oh. like took homes from people and gave them to sheep oh oh okay no. because they were like better than like we don't want these Scottish people to be able to feed themselves we want them indebted yeah. to us and we that, want the sheep to lead and us. our yep. sheep and, the truth
0: and that's why there's such a proliferation of sheep man chimera it's true. in the we're Scottish back to the yeah. that's right that's
1: exactly why infowars.com um, And so basically, because they took all these Scotsmen's Scottish families farms away, they had no way to make money to sustain themselves to feed their families. So then they're poor and kind of their only option is now to join the British army. Oh, Jesus. and the British Army has found itself very busy with like, you know, the American Revolution. Yeah, So right, they're happy fine. for these amazing, strong Scottish soldiers. And like some of the most distinguished British air quotes um, soldiers within the American Revolution were actually Scottish troops. Oh, wow.
0: That's it. It was, it was the only
1: way to make money and have a job because they weren't allowed to do anything Scottish.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do Scottish um, things.
1: So as you can imagine, this marshy land, the yeah. dumbass moor, yeah, <laughs> um, is now uh, like seeped in the butt in the blood of almost two thousand dead Scotsmen. Of a lot of dumbasses. But hang on,
0: there's a lot of butt on that ground too, there's, though. Yeah. a, a lot, of, lot of butt. Hot Scottish ass Ghost in the ass. ground there. Ghost. Oh, ass. A lot of. So there's pointed oh, like, only by butts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of like uh markers for all the different like Clan MacDougall, Clan yeah. like all the different clans that fought and like some of the remains from those clans they think are buried close to where those markers are because it's basically it's basically just a mass grave yeah. at this point. Oh. So as you can imagine, super fucking haunted. Yeah. yeah. Um most of the haunting comes on the anniversary of the battle. Oh. So there's little bits and bobs of ghost stories um from whenever, but mm-hmm. almost all of the ghost stories come from April 16th. Um, And they say that on the on the like morning of April 16th, which is when the fighting started, uh, you can hear the sounds of battle in the distance. Whoa. So sometimes you'll like hear cannons and smell smoke or sometimes you'll hear like horses and like the clashing of steel. And we're sure there's no like cosplayers. Yeah, I like, don't think it's
0: out there.
1: I don't think so. Okay. Um, And they say that for uh, like around the time of the anniversary of the battle that um, uh, because it's like a big wild marsh, you know, but they say that like like a couple of days around the time of the uh, anniversary of the battle, um, the animals don't come into the field and birds that nest there don't sing. Whoa. Mm. Like it is silent. Jeez. Um, Would you say silent as a mass grave? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. so some people come like to remember their fallen family members so they'll come bring like their family tartans and like mm-hmm. place them over the like burial sites of their clans mm-hmm. and they say that sometimes you'll like put the tartan down and then it will not lie flat it will lie as if there's a body underneath it as Whoa. if there is a
0: supple bottom suddenly <laughs> inhabiting a Scottish
1: bottom underneath wow. delicious <laughs> um and uh Terrible. and like if you go to move the tartan there's nothing there or sometimes the tartans lay flat on the ground and then they go to pick them up at the end of the day and as they move them there will be like a face underneath
0: oh ah! that's creepy no thank yeah, you yeah
1: and- and they say that the that the most common ghost is one specific Highlander. They don't know who he is. He's like kind of in shadow. So you can't make out what his tartan is. So they don't even know what clan he's from. But lots of people see him. He has the bright red, bushy oh, wow. Scottish hair, Scottish beard. He's in the kilt. He has um, like a sword over one shoulder. And he just sort of wanders around looking lost. And he will sometimes come up to tourists because there's people there. And like if people try and talk to them, he just looks them straight in the eyes and like gets like he looks very upset and then he just says defeated and oh, then disappears. No. Oh. His name is Colin oh. McLeod or the Clan McLeod. Oh He's the Highlander. He is the Outlander. Um, so, and a, a little tie back into the thing that brought me to this in the first place, yes. which is the Outlander, Outlander series. and Supple Bottoms. S- yes. So, the author of the Outlander books, Diana, I forgot her last name, but the author of, of the Outlander series of books says that um, she chose the spot because it it, ha- it does have like an ancient ring of stones. It, it is like there's a bunch of mysticism built around kind of close in the Inverness area already. Mm-hmm. But she said when she was doing research for the beginning of the book, she went to a bunch of battlefields to like pick one. And she was like, you know, not not every battlefield is haunted, but this one definitely is. Ooh. And she said when I went there, I could feel the people there. I could hear them. I, I can't could, talk about it or I'll cry.
0: I could oh. feel the butts I could feel me. the hot, uh, hot
1: Scottish butt. Scottish
0: butt. Scott. I should write
1: sexy books about them. And yeah. she did. And, and- they're amazing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my. And that's my take on old, dead, hot Scottish butts yeah. at the Battle of Culloden. <laughs> I like it.
2: That was good. Well, Which I brings it. us
1: to Time. our beer. Yes. So this chubby unicorn yes. probably also has a very nice butt, man. Oh, yeah, man yeah chubby bottomed unicorn la face with an oakland booty um so this chubby unicorn pog it's eight percent yep
0: wait is um,
1: it yep yes it's oh a milkshake ipa so it's a pog milkshake ipa yes there's a lot going on there, there yes the the flavors
2: are definitely the pog
1: the yes passion fruit. And, Orange and guava. like a
0: creaminess to it.
1: Yes. And I will say lots of times, yeah, like we're reviewing beers from like the barley and yeah. all that stuff. And we're like, there are too many things happening. Yeah. This beer has a lot happening. But they're all the right things. delicious. Way.
0: They are all the right things. They all work together. Like I... I yes. Mean,
2: well, because of the citrus and like there's usually a lot of citrus notes in an IPA. So I think these flavors yeah, so lend itself well to these hops.
0: It complements it very nicely, right? Like yeah. it's got... There's a nice tartness to it. From the fruit. There's a nice sweetness from what I'm assuming is probably the lactose that they added mm-hmm. that is probably yeah. there for the additional ABV, but it all is, it, it it melds very smoothly. Like it's I don't know, it's phenomenal. And I had no yeah. idea it was that high ABV. It's very yeah. good though.
1: I've not been a big fan historically of a milkshake IPA. Mm. I think it's hard to do that successfully. This is successful.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's one of those things where the, the POG flavor is such that you almost, if you're me, forget <laughs> it's an IPA until like the very end. And then it kind of comes in with that IPA hoppiness and you're like, oh, there it is. But yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. It's really not good. I, at all. To me,
1: it tastes very guava heavy.
0: I'd agree with yeah. that. I'd agree with yeah. that.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like it's like a POG. Like the guava feels like the main. Yeah, and it works fruit. really well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's
1: delicious. Two yeah. thumbs up.
0: I'd have two, three, four, five of these, and then I would need to be oh my carried God. home.
1: You would have such a rough morning the next day if you had five of these. No Ooh, yeah. shit.
0: Well, anyway, this is part of the show where old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Guess what I like? What? Monkey business. Yeah. I Monkey love business? Monks. I love monks that are made out of monkeys. I love orcs and their green knees. You know what else I love? Jackalopes. I love that Jack- they rebelled. Don't let them tell you you can't have antlers, you cute bunny rabbits.
1: Hey, you, you know what else it. I love?
0: Ghost dogs, the sweetest dogs. And a dog that scares you to death is the best. But there's one thing I love more than anything is those hot Scottish buns. Yes, hot Scottish Buns! And this is the winner. Woo! Me and my hot Scottish (laughs) Buns for the whip. Yes. But who's
2: really the winners? You guys are. You listeners. Uh, I'm think- sure some of you have hot Scottish buns. Yeah, and thank if you. If you've got hot Scottish no! buns, no. Oh my us God! Don't picture. send us pictures. No. If you put a
1: sharpie in your asshole and send us a picture, I'm unsubscribing. No, but, we, but we're going to post
0: it on butt sharpies without your consent. So don't we send d- it. D-
1: we definitely will.
2: Oh, my God. Anyway, thank you all for listening to our show. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for going to Scotland with us. That's right. Come back next week where there will be uh, some topic that we're going to talk about and a beer we're going to drink.
1: Yeah, yeah. One might say that there'll be booze. And one might say there'll be brews. And until then, Ciao. one might say Ciao. cheers.
0: Ooh, hot. Hot. Buns.